El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Just joking. Adam forgot to record this and now he's nowhere near a microphone. So, robots. Joining us today. She's the host of the 12 Questions podcast right here on the Unpops Network. And now, she's on this podcast today too. Ladies and gentlemen, Anna Valenzuela. Also joining us, he's also a fantastic comic who you've heard on the show before. He's also in fantastic marauding shape, so hit him up when the apocalypse happens. Ladies and gentlemen, JP Brown. It's gonna be a great show. Hey everybody, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, my favorite co-host of all, nobody. Empty seat over there. No guff. <laughs> no guff from anyone today. But that <laughs> also means seat. that means there's no soundboard also, so I don't get to cut anyone off this episode. But that's oh, what? fine. What the hell? I got a room full of guests though. Guests who haven't been on the show in a uh, while either of you. It's been a minute. I missed it you. has been a while. Right. Anna Valenzuela. Hi guys, I'm back. From the 12 Questions from, podcast right here on the Unpops Network. Yeah, pay attention for a season three. We're going to seasons because mama burns out on all that empathy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to do an episode this upcoming season. Someday. We were supposed to do it today. It's well, going to be I a did happy, one. It's going to be, yes. I can just edit things out of that one if you want. I, maybe I should listen to it again. I just yeah, know I was back. a wreck the week we recorded that. And I know yeah. I got very weepy on that. Let's podcast. do it. Let's do it another time. And we'll do it because it's not necessarily a sad podcast it is it can be happy and joyous and fun. It's whatever yeah. it's wherever you're bringing to the table, but it will bring out all your feels. It, it really will. It's it a will. Good podcast. It, it's a good podcast. That's why it's on the network. Yes. Right. Unpops and proud. Also joining me for the second time, JP Brown. Second time, dude. Guten Morgen, mes amis. Como esta? You see that? Three languages, one greeting. Do you, wow, you speak, son. Nice. Do you speak all three languages like fluently? No. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I wish I did. Just that oh part. That, just that part. And that's it. I used just to be the able, greetings. Just the greetings. I used, to, I used to be able to speak French like a dynamo. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I always took uh, classes in elementary school up until grade nine. Are you Canadian? Mm, yeah. <gasps> what? Oh, wow. That's born why yeah, you're born so in the nice. States. Yeah. Born in the States, but lived up there all my life. Yeah. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Don't, don't get it twisted. Not all Canadians are, are nice. Not all. Not, for, <laughs> not from where I'm from. <laughs> where were you from? Where were you uh, living? Toronto. Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I haven't been to, to Toronto. I was in Vancouver. And at first, the comedians Vancouver were, dope, were yeah. a little standoffish. And then when I got off stage, they were so cute. They were like, we didn't know you were a professional comedian. <laughs> and then I had, they were like, what shows are you on? And then somebody organized me six more spots over two days. Oh, nice. It was incredible. I was so busy. Yeah. And everybody's really, really nice. But my my favorite thing to say in Canada when I do comedy up there is to say, where are my Latinos at? And nobody, nobody. says anything. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing because Canada is painfully aware of its like super whiteness. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Exactly. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Not, so much, not so much in Toronto. Toronto is a little bit more multicultural. Okay. Stuff, okay. But they, but they tend to use that as a crutch to hide oh. their racism. Oh, you know, like, like oh we're in a multicultural city. That doesn't mean we all get along guys. Yeah. yeah like Los Angeles. It's like, how did you get Dodger stadium? We burned down a, Hispanic community and ship them all to Mexico. There's Yay! exactly there's a school buried under Dodger <laughs> yes, Stadium. There oh, is. God, Whole fucking school. Yeah, they mm -hmm. look into Chavez Ravine. The the things they the his, did yeah. to build Dodger Stadium was serious? a fucking mm -hmm. atrocity. Wow. wow. They basically they they basically this guy came in and was like, We're gonna build this all up and mm. we just need you to move out for a little bit and then we'll move everyone back in. And after everyone moved out, someone was like, hey, what you're doing sounds like communism. And it was during the height of the Red Scare. So they fucking sent that guy to prison. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, we can't 
we can't uh, engage in communism, so we have to find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they were God. like, well, you have to make it something the public can use. And they were oh, like, Dodger God. Stadium. Yeah. It's, they found it's a, a dark fucking story. That is it's, such a dirty trick. Holy shit. Yeah. My favorite thing to do when I, in sometimes to make a little extra hustle money, all tour guide. And mm. one of my favorite things to do is just tell the truth about Los Angeles to unsuspecting, nice. unsuspecting tourists. <laughs> and they're like, oh dear. And I'm like, tip me. <laughs> um, but it, it's a nice, I, I, I do think it's, yeah. You'll it, When you get in deep into LA history, you'll find that it is just, there's, there's a, a veneer of multiple multiculturalism and a veneer of like diversity and then just under that is a lot of racism and bigotry the fact that we have the veneer is good though because there's no veneer the veneer is nice it's nicer than some other places in our country where there's zero veneer right but it can be shocking to people when they move here and they're like i thought this was going to be i had a friend who moved from the south and she was like you know strong powerful black woman nurse like medical administration and she was having like problems at work she was at least about the in the south they just call you the n-word your face right exactly (laughs) yeah and i was just like wow that's that's powerful so and so they they do that in toronto as well (laughs) (laughs) believe believe it or not i can i can honestly say i've experienced way more racism up in toronto than i ever have down here really i can honestly say that yeah canadians get it together the the further north you get it's it's surprising how much more racist north america gets Mm, you know like the most racist place i ever lived was upstate new york like that was oh, the yeah. most openly blatantly racist place I've ever lived. That's fascinating. And I grew up in the fucking Midwest. Oh, <laughs> I, like, I've, I've lived in Midwest. South Dakota and South Dakota was far less racist because Whoa. no black people. Yeah. So there's right. like, if there's no black, then there's just no one there's to be vacuum. racist against. Yeah. But in mm-hmm. upstate New York, it's like white town, mostly black town, Mm -hmm. white town. Mm -hmm. And they're just all these small towns that fucking hate each other. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a, my friends and I, we always call Toronto screw face central, right? Cause like this is, this is my, this is my opinion of Toronto. The city is great. The city is awesome. It's the people that suck. (laughs) Like despite, you know, like with the exception of what's left of my family and friends up there, but like a lot of the people in Toronto are just very, just, very pretentious, very antisocial, very angry for like no reason. Like there's like people just walking around having beef with each other. And it's like the amount of shit I had to put up with up there. Oh my God, dude. So it's like San Francisco with racism. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I find there's so a- San Francisco. <laughs> so San- yeah, exactly. <laughs> San Francisco, exactly. I find to be a very tense city. Every time I'm there, somebody just yells at me until I cry. And I'm like, I'm, you're supposed oh to be nice. San, <laughs> San Francisco's, probably the only place i've ever been i lived there for three months and it's probably the only place where i've ever been like we could use more police like yeah. there's there's no police in san francisco oh, God. <laughs> so like they're all at the gay pride parade so when you yeah, get exactly accosted by a homeless person at the mall yeah you're like well surely the police are going to show up and end this right Hard yeah no. it's like no you're just fighting a homeless person exactly. <laughs> probably, probably on a world star video somewhere oh, it's a goddamn nightmare oh right. my god Meanwhile, officer thompson is just right on one of the floats with his, yeah with his junk out and the whistle firing off racist texts <laughs> like, oh shit better get back on my shift puts on his clothes I did spend, uh, I I was up there for shows during Pride Week and uh, I went to the parade because you should go to Pride Parades in Mm. any city if they're happening because they're a lot of fun. And um, there was this like hot lady cop that was like covered in tattoos and I kept sending her picture to all my lesbian friends and they were like, (laughs) I was like, I found your wife. I found your wife. I found your wife. (laughs) She's still a cop though. Yeah. True. It's, I mean, it's, it's rough. Yeah, like, true. yo, I was at a, uh, not too far from here. I was at a, uh, my car was having trouble. So I took it into a shop and across the street, there was a, one of those like card readers and I was with my roommate and I was like, you got 10 bucks. Let's go get our cards read. Let's just go do something. Uh, I don't, yeah. yeah, let's just go do something stupid. We got an hour to burn. So we walk over there and we walk to the side and there are two police officers with guns drawn, helmets on and Kevlar on, on the corner. So like, here's the business. It's a corner business. And then right at the traffic light, there are two fully like geared up police officers. One of which was, uh, just this little, Little tiny woman and they have got their full on glocks out and i was just like Jesus, what the what? fuck so we crossed the street because i was like what the fuck is happening there and we perch up behind a retaining wall and there was a, a raid at 
the 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 house behind the psychic shop Whoa. and they were just what? like battering rams the whole nine dragging people out it was the best entertainment what? that does sound like a lot of fun it was it a ton of crazy. fun it was a ton of fun but and i was sitting there and i was like man those cops look bored i don't know so we're, are we are we like are we like i don't know i don't want to be one of those people that like every cop's a dick bag but the system is so fucked yeah you know there's yeah mm-hmm. i mean yep that's a whole other issue. That's a whole, Fucking that's police. a different, yeah, that's a different I've, pod. I've, yeah, yeah, I feel like, a different episode it's not a sure. relaxed fit pod. I feel like <laughs> we snuck an unpopular opinion in right there in the intro. Yeah. The truth about Canada. The yeah, truth exactly. about Canada. Which is actually a thing we've done a few episodes about. Like I've, I've really? done episodes about how like the police in Canada are oh, yeah. great. They're like, not that the friendly police, at all. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. The police absolutely fucking kill people in Canada. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or they ignore the murders of um, and abductions of Native women. They mm-hmm. ignore well, like crimes committed against drug addicts. They're uh, like prostitutes. Like they have some. They have a, a real history. I love serial killers. One of the killer podcasts. So <laughs> one of the things I brought up when we did the Canada episode, and I bring this up all the time when Canada comes up is the police in Saskatoon, I believe it was. Mm. Uh, There was this series of deaths called the Saskatoon Freezing Deaths. And over the course of like 30 years, they kept finding indigenous people dead at the side of the road, frozen to death. Were they picked up by the cops and then just left there? Yeah. What they would do, they called it a starlight tour. What they would do is if they picked up an indigenous person who was drunk, Instead of taking them to jail to sleep it off, they would drive them to the outskirts of town and make them walk back to town. Whoa. And they would do this in the middle of the fucking winter sometimes, and people would die. And cool for, fun. Holy shit. For years, they could not figure out why people were just dying at the side of the road. And then finally, this one dude they did it to survived. He found like a power station that just happened to be open, and they let oh. him in. And then the two cops who did it, they went on trial and they were convicted mm. on September 10th, 2001. So nobody fucking heard about it. Cause it was what? the day, day before nine 11. Have you done? Whoa. Have you done? Okay. So you've done that one. Have you done like a whole episode on things that happened the day before nine 11 that, cause you know, Mariah Carey released, um, she released glitter, on 9 11. Of course, I know Mariah there's a lot. I know you do. I know you do. But there's so many, like, like the things that happened that week that nobody noticed. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a, it's like a missing, it's like a missing piece of history. For it was the world. actually a good day for music. But it was a Jay Z's Blueprint album yes. came out. Mm-hmm. Bob Dylan's Love and Theft mm-hmm. album came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still went to Best Buy and bought the jay-z album it's like maybe that's the podcast i get that that we're all mourning but (laughs) i'm buying that jay-z album you know you're passionate about jay-z did you go to watch glitter did you go to any releases for i wasn't into mariah carey then the way i am now her older i had to mature to really respect mariah carey as an artist i think you have to or you have to have like a deeply troubled childhood because i fucked with her first two albums so hard when i was a kid i Mm. used to listen to the tapes me too and play nintendo Hell yeah. And yeah. Play, play Nintendo by myself in my room, and I was just living my life. Hell yeah. So should we get to some other unpopular yes. opinions? That's, what, yeah, that's what this episode is. Let's We're do just it. talking Absolutely. about a bunch of unpopular opinions. Should I go first? You go. Yeah, do it. Because mine is... mine You're is just so serious. I think mine is pretty controversial. It's kind of a two-pronged thing. Mm-hmm. The first part is, uh, I'd be all right if we start a war with China. Yeah. I feel like China has it coming. Mm. because like i in like what did we go to war with germany over like in theory it's because pearl harbor happened but the reason everyone was at war with germany because they were actively committing genocide and they are currently actively and committing china genocide. is actively mm. committing genocide right yeah. now they have 1.8 million people in concentration camps in china right now Jeez. and it's not they're not killing them they're like reprogramming their brains right because they're Mm -hmm. taking their entire muslim population Mm -hmm. and putting them in what they call re-educate they call it vocational training but what they're doing is Mm -hmm. basically programming the muslim out of their fucking heads and making them uh chinese people instead the only person excited brutal. for that is Bill Maher. He's like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I could see Bill Maher being, yeah, being all right that. with that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, 
That's fucked up. And the thing about it, like, I don't necessarily want us to start the war with China, but if no one does, then the second part of my thing is we should just abolish the UN. Because what does the UN do? The UN, they're not regulating. The UN is there. supposed to be protecting the world from uh, dictators and tyrants and right. human rights abuses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you look at like one of the things I talked about on a solo podcast recently, the UN just signed off on this cybersecurity pact mm-hmm. that was uh, introduced by Russia, which is one of the biggest human rights abusers in yeah, the world. Absolutely. absolutely, And backed by China, which is one of the biggest, uh, not just biggest human rights abusers in the world, but they specifically use technology to oppress their people. Yes. Mm. And now the UN's like, oh yeah, let's let them decide how we figure what is and isn't a crime on the internet. Right. I mean, it's the same thing as Trump stacking his administration with, you know, anti, you know, putting the head of the EPA as an anti-environmentalist. Yes. Like, it definitely. I, I, I think to get to your point of like, why we're not going to, we're not going to go to war with China over, they would have to attack us. Right. Like right. Pearl Harbor, because we don't, our stance globally and politically is, 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 is anti-Muslim as well. Whether, oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So they're yeah. not going to they're not going to come to the aid of these Muslim people. And and it's really sad because in some in some respects, the U.N., the U.N. comes really, really hard on Middle Eastern Muslim countries, but doesn't come hard. It doesn't come as hard for China, mostly due to economics, but also the same sort of, you know, Islamophobia runs yeah. rampant there. Yes. And um, it, not to say that every country in the world can look at itself we do this thing in the 12 step world where we take an inventory of our groups and how well they're like serving the population. And what we have to do, I think is societies globally is to sit down and do like a, you know, not just a census, but like sit down and be like, how are we addressing issues? What are we doing? But that isn't what these governments are for. It's, it's all like a for-profit, you know, it's all a for-profit venture. So as long as China is part of that machine, they're unless they attack us, which I know that they were more surprised about Iran shooting. I, I was listening on um, NPR that um, the uh, head of the military was more focused on China than what was going on in Iran. Mm. Um, and then this Iran situation cropped up. And so yeah. situation, that was a cute way of saying we murdered a man. We yeah, murdered exactly. a man. We sure did. We sure murdered a man. And in response, they shot down a plane full of civilians. So yeah. this is fucking, I was, I mean, I would say that whatever kind of war, you know, we're talking about a world war coming up. I wouldn't be surprised if China and Iran aligned, even though they are having problems, even though they're religious their religious ideologies don't match. Right. Well, I think, I think with China, it's not so much that they care about Muslims in other countries. I think they're fine dealing with a Muslim country. Right. They just don't want them in their country. Yeah. It's it's like a, um, it's a practicality issue. Like I got to spend a little bit of time in, in Southeast Asia this last year. And there is a supremely dry and practical, like when I went and saw the movie parasite, I was laughing at things. Nobody else in the theater was laughing at because there's (laughs) like a specific, like you spend just even a little bit of time there. And there's just like a specific way of thinking that is practicality over all things. And, um, except for in like Bangkok and Manila, where it's just like, it's like, clusterfuck yeah (laughs) but like um there is a practicality over all things sort of mentality so i wonder if it's just more you you can't control a religious population as well as you can control you know a a slightly hungry communist population yeah i don't Mm. yeah china the things they're doing with technology just in that way like if you're in a household that is a a Ouija Muslim Mm -hmm. household, they put a QR code on your house. Oh, so they can, is it shaped like a star? (laughs) It might as well be. It might as well be. Exactly. And it's, it, they use, they store all the information about who's in that house and they sometimes will show up at your house and scan that and then go in. And if there's more people in there than they're supposed to be, something bad's probably going to happen to that extra person. Meanwhile, we have choked our immigration system to such a degree that people can't come in. Whereas sort of the ambassadors of the world, we should probably have an open the way that we took in the Hmong without question. Right. We should definitely take in the Uyghur population for sure. Yeah. 
and just put them. I mean, if you think about it, there's a thriving Hmong community, I think in Detroit, like, or somewhere in like Minneapolis. In the, Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember reading that in college, like just put them in a place where industrialization's a little bit rotted and fucking let them build an economy there. Right. Let them yes. help help. You know what I mean? These are people that want a life like God Absolutely. damn it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to fight everybody. And, uh, <laughs> and you mentioned I, Iran and China teaming up. One of the things that uh, I've mentioned before, China is trying to set up their own oil market. Oh, yeah. Mm. And what that would do, like when we sanction a country like Iran, what we're doing is basically limiting their ability to sell oil on the open market, which then takes money away from them. So they buy it in the black, they sell it on the black market from to China and Russia. Well, China's trying to set up a legitimate oil market to replace the, like they basically want to replace the dollar as what oil prices are. Because right now oil prices are set in US dollars Mm -hmm. and they want to set up a oil market that's backed by gold. And that's why they're going to all these countries like Venezuela, Democratic Republic of the Congo. Two countries with incredible human rights (laughs) violations on their record. But (laughs) also very rich in resources yes. and South Sudan also. Cool, 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 cool. And the thing about like, you have to kind of connect those two things to, to see how scary that is. Like they're, they're basically predatory lenders. Yeah. They're going out to these African nations and Venezuela countries. They know that need money. They yeah. need development money very badly. So they're like, yeah, man, we'll loan it to you. No problem. Knowing that those countries are going to default on those loans And then they're like, "Mm, all your shit's ours now. And Mm. when you think about how they treat Muslims in their country, think about all the Muslims in fucking Congo. Like, what are they going to do when that country defaults on their loans? And now China's like, we would like to get rid of those Muslims in your country, too. Like, then it turns into then it really turns into Hitler stuff where he didn't just rid germany of jews he went to other countries and was like you gotta get them out of here too so you think it's an economic it's an economic um napoleonic takeover kind of yeah interesting interesting and that's why like the the trade war in terms of all the things trump is doing that are bad that's way 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 down the list for me like a trade war with china i don't give a fuck we probably need that. I'd be I'd be for that no matter what president was doing it. Interesting. Because I, I was listening on NPR today. It's really hurting like our soybean sales. Apparently soybeans are the main thing we sell to China. But yeah, things are going to hurt for a while. That's yeah, how a trade war works. That's true. But I don't think it's unnecessary. You heard it here, guys. Pro-Trump, Adam Todd Brown. No. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pro Space Force, too. Like Okay. Like Space Force, we absolutely need. Yeah, as a as a sci fi fan, it's a thing that I want. But it's not. It's <laughs> it's not even that. It's it it's more about maintaining the assets we have in space that help us successfully conduct wars. Mm. Like most of our war machines run on GPS, as do most of our lives at this point. Yeah, pretty much. And that's what Space Force is meant to protect, is those satellites that power our war machines yeah. and get us around Los Angeles. That's what Space Force is about. And I'm fine. Like, we need that. We need to protect our shit up there. Do you remember in Iraq War Volume 2, Electric Boogaloo, when they had the Blackwater guys that got killed? Um, they were It was like all over the news. They got pulled out of their Humvee and killed like right there in the yeah. streets. One of the reasons why that occurred is they had the GPS loaded for like Florida. Right. <laughs> their GPS well, had no inf- no data for, for the Middle East. Oh <laughs> it boy. was all like a, a couple, specific part of the United states a couple years ago there was this uh series of accidents involving the navy's seventh fleet which is like our top of the line yeah. uh warships and they were they were having all of these weird like crashes and pilot errors and they're just like it's it's human error but what was being suggested was that because all of our shit runs on gps and doesn't really have an analog backup it was China and Russia interfering with our GPS signals. And that's why these accidents were happening. So like, 
that's what Space Force is supposed to do. Whoa. Space Force is meant to keep shit like that from happening, and we absolutely need it. Okay. But also, fuck Trump. Yeah, also fuck him <clears throat> to death, like yeah. in the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, it's, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like there's just some things the country need. Like if Trump started some massive infrastructure rebuilding project, I wouldn't be mad at that. We need to rebuild our infrastructure. I'd be happy if any president did that. Yeah. When we look at a president, uh, especially one that we don't agree with, when we look at like what they've done in retrospect. So for example, like, and I, I, there's, I have no love for Reagan, but like, I'm glad the Berlin wall came down. Right. 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 Yeah. So like, I, I think it is okay. Part of like what's broken in our discourse is we're always just like, fuck that guy forever. They've never done anything good. And it's like LBJ did a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. I just like, like really sit down and look at like LBJ's presidency and you'll be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> every president is a human and every, every, and I'm not saying that excuses any behavior, but we elect human beings to, you know, to, to govern this, hot shit show yeah a called mm-hmm. democracy and so it's there not everybody's going to be good or all bad and there are moments where you have to kind of hand it to trump and be like you know fine well yeah that's uh, a that's not a bad idea the, the <laughs> thing is like being as partisan as we are yeah as a country sure eventually it gets to a point where we just limit our ability to uh proceed and yes. make progress and yeah. another yes good example of that at one point trump was like the government should just build a 5g network and we should just give people internet and people are like we don't want trump building an internet network but obama suggested the same thing and the same people who were so opposed to trump doing it were all for it when obama suggested it but republicans were against it and then when trump suggests Mm. it Democrats are against it and Republicans are for it. Right. And either way, it's a thing we need. We desperately need it. We're the ones keeping it from happening. It would, it would be a game changer for so many people. What if, okay. So I used to have this joke. I never could get it to launch because people were so, because it is such a divisive space, but like I was posing that like, what if the wall had like woke things in it? You know, like what if the wall had like, you know, an artisanal free range, like (laughs) farm to table restaurant? Like what if the wall had, but like, that's the thing. It's like, what if the wall was a massive cell tower? that serviced yeah. all of the United States. Like what if, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that like they could pitch it in a way that's like not as divisive. It's the problem is the rhetoric, not the idea. Yeah. I mean, the wall sucks. I believe we should have open borders, but if you're going to pitch it, fucking put some solar panels on that bitch. Like yeah. make it work, you make know, it, make mm. it, make it, you know, there are ways to bring people together to be like, all right, listen, I don't agree with it. And eventually we can put big doors in it and everybody can walk through, but you know, there's no, why not, you know, solar panels, wind power, like why not create it as like combine that with the green new deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just my, that's yeah, just my but, opinion, but I don't agree. I mean, obviously I'm a Latina. I don't, I, I don't agree with our immigration policies in the least, but like use your fucking brains on either side, concede to the other side a little bit and you might get something done. <laughs> right. Yeah. Immigration has always been the thing with Trump Fuck it. for me. Like that's, that's like his immigration policy is, uh, it's a human a rights violation. Human rights yeah. crisis. Yeah. That's our human rights to happen. Crisis. Yes. It but is the- happening. People are dying. People like Telemundo has done a really great job covering like folks that have been, um, folks that have been uh, sent back within hours are killed hours. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. even a full day are killed. We are sending these people to die and, and it, we destabilize that region. We did oh, that. Yeah. We, we did, did that. We did it with NAFTA. Like, yeah. na- like NAFTA is the reason we had that wave of illegal immigration in the 90s. Yeah. Like we went into Mexico and put fucking car factories on all their agriculture mm-hmm. businesses. And so people who were working in that industry were like, all right, I guess we'll go to the United States and get exploited there. And we were like, yeah, come. We'll we'll we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll barely you. pay you yeah. for a few years, and then now we're going to pull all of that out from underneath you and send you back send you right to back. die. Yeah, and that's a fucking nightmare. But the the point I'm getting at is, you brought up the wall. Like the wall feels like some symbolic bullshit. To yeah, me it's, that it's, isn't really going to do anything. So like when it comes to Democrats being like not wanting 
to give money for the wall, even if it means protecting dreamers. I'm I'm not on Democrats side. Yeah. In that case, fucking build the wall and keep the people who are here here. It would be a fantastic thing if Nancy Pelosi in all 800 years that she's been alive, just like she's, you know, she's like almost 80, right? Yeah, she's yeah, she's she's shriveling. Right. I would love it if she just like lumbered up to the podium and was like, look, we're going to agree for funding for the wall. It's going to help the dreamers. It's a it's it's going to help the dreamers. We're going to add up. We're going to combine it with the Green New Deal and do a bunch of cool stuff that Democrats want. And then because it's a symbolic piece of shit, the next Democratic president is going to render it useless anyway. So like, we're just going to concede to the dum-dums in the room. It's like when you look at a kid and you're like, all right, um, you know, you can't have ice cream for breakfast. But then you look at him and you're like, do you want yogurt? (laughs) You know, it's like you have to, because they're not, because the people who are for that symbolic racism and that symbolic like anti-immigration bullshit, those people are not, they're not processing with a rational mind right so treat them like children i hate to say it but like you got to treat them like children and be like yeah Uh like yeah we'll we'll build that wall that'll keep people out Ooh, you know (laughs) it's like you got to wrap the pill in bacon to give it to the dog every once in a while wrap that bitch in bacon and like and just be like sure 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 and then you know do all those improvements with it then yeah And, and if we were open and honest about that that's hilarious. Yeah. That's a boss move. That's putting your big lady dick on the table, Pelosi. Yeah, it and just would being like, be. Sure, yeah, we'll do it, but here's what you got to do for it. And like, yeah. like deporting dreamers, that's a whole other thing. Like, that would be yeah. like crystal knocked shit. Like, because yeah. then you're talking like business owners and people who own houses, yeah. college students. Like, that's a whole different thing. Mm. That's how you create an, an, you know, it's colonialism did such a great job to fuck latin america and to to really i mean to really create a docile population that's where you end up with a population more like the philippines yeah that's where you end up with some jose rizal shit and like you you fuck with the wrong person at some point and you're gonna have people taking their land back that's the that's the one thing it's like i don't i don't want there to be armed conflict between anything but i am so surprised that latin america hasn't taken to the same tactics as um is um the islamic regions of the world like we should be we should be in some ways reacting with our own version of jihad like Mm. it's in oh yeah don't and especially especially with those kids that are constantly being put in these cages and stuff all these families that are being put they're going to remember this they're not going to forget this oh no and then we're going to be sitting up here like, why does everybody hate us? They hate us for our freedom. No, they hate you because you locked them up and treated them like shit for all these years. Yeah. So yeah. now they're coming back with a vengeance. And you know what? Rightfully so. We, we kind of have it coming. They yeah. incarcerated oh, a U.S. citizen for two weeks. He was a 12-year-old boy. They incarcerated him for two weeks. Oh, God. Yeah, they incarcerated like they're, I mean, it's 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 real bad. And you're yeah. going to create a really angry population. I don't know if they're trying to do so in order to make more aggressive oppression or if there is any long-term plan to any of this. Mm. It doesn't feel like there's long-term. It, it all feels like chaos, like chaos. Yeah. Well, it's like it doesn't feel like there's a long-term plan. Trump's immigration plan is, I've, I've been saying this forever, it's about creating holes. Because the the argument against deporting people who are working here illegally is always, well, our economy would collapse. People still need to do those jobs. Mm. And there's this. uh, He wants poor people to do poor people jobs like they're fucking supposed to. But see, that's the thing. It's not (laughs) it's not all like there's this idea on the left or at least among liberals. I don't know that like all. everyone who's here working illegally is picking strawberries and like, <laughs> yeah, no. like no, there yeah, is there not. is no industry in the united states that has a predominantly illegal worker workforce like every industry even agriculture is predominantly american citizens doing those jobs so the notion i think and if you get california it, has like 21 percent of the latino population is illegal which is very high yeah for the mm. for the nation it's very very high and i think like georgia and like some other like southern states with high agriculture stuff going on they they do have higher percentages but it's not all 100 percent of any population and though. the the mm. idea that americans won't do those jobs is already being proven false there was a raid in mississippi last month 
of a bunch of chicken processing plants. <laughs> and those are those are prime jobs where people are like Americans don't want to do those jobs. They deported or they rounded up 600 people at these plants mm-hmm. and had a job fair an hour later. Yep. And huh. filled all of those jobs filled. immediately. Which, by the way, wow. all of you are fucking scabs, by the way. You shouldn't have done that. Well, if you but, read this article, there's people who are like, like, it really, it runs the gamut. There's people yeah. who are like, well, they were here illegally. Fuck them. Like, of yeah. course they should be gone. And then there's some people who are like, I needed the I'm job. happy. I'm happy to have a job. But holy shit, they were just working. Yeah. Like they weren't hurting anyone. They were, yeah, they weren't hurting like, anybody. They why did we have thing. to deport all these people? Yeah. yeah. And that's why we're doing it, because that's going to make like if you're a person who got that job. Yeah. Like, you know, in the back of your mind, it's because of Trump and his immigration policy. Mm-hmm. And it's like. That's how you slowly normalize the idea of literally sacrificing people so you can get ahead. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he also uh, started this, uh, he issued an executive order, I think it was, that basically mandates that if you're living in public housing and there's one undocumented person living there, Mm. you You all have to move out. And what that's going to do, like, that's going to put people in townhouses and Mm -hmm. people want affordable housing and if more than that people want gentrification yeah but but also like that's why canada looks so beautiful yeah exactly oh there's tons (laughs) of it oh Oh, trust me especially now there's tons of it happening in toronto yeah all you see everywhere even the the neighborhoods where i grew up in and stuff just condos after condos after condos Mm. after condos and all these these you know people who have lived there all their lives building their mom and pop restaurants and stuff all being torn down, just yeah. moved down. So, yeah. And it's, and it's heartbreaking because it's just like, what, okay, what's going to happen to them now? Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so, I mean, on one side it's like, okay, yeah, it's great to fix up these neighborhoods and stuff. And you want the property value to go up and you want the value mm-hmm. of the neighborhood to go up. Absolutely. But why not take care of these people that instead of just tossing them out into the cold, and right. expecting them to like fend for themselves somehow after you just took you just took away their livelihood. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Yes, yeah. did, did you hear about? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. There, did you hear about when they rounded up all those people at the chicken plant? A 12 year old mm. girl came home and her parents were both deported, and her neighbors had to take yep. her in. What? Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a naturalized U.S. citizen. Yeah, wow. she was at school. Her parents got deported. Right from work. From work. Jeez. They were both working at the plant. Yeah, and it's. I, I mean, my dad. You know, was a he was a butcher and he did meat processing for the state of California prisons after they busted up the butchers union, and that is hard fucking work. Yeah. It is hard fucking work, and it's some of it's very very technical because if you don't, you have to train these workers to make sure that like there isn't you know bio biocontamination. And for years in the eighties and stuff, they had a real problem in those chicken plants. People were cutting their own fingers off working in those plants. It's fucking mm. it's wild in yeah. there. It's, it's rough. wild right. work. Damn. So yeah. We're doing great, guys. <laughs> we got way off we, war, war with China. War but with China. Still. But yeah, I so do you here's my thought. I don't think I think a lot of people don't want war with China because we're not gonna win. You know we're not gonna win. We can't win. They're mm. they're cyber they'll just shut us down and yeah. then come in and, and roll over us. Yeah, because I'm I not always so wonder sure about, about that. I always wonder about that because like yeah, we have a, the in it's it's no question that we have a really really strong military. I mean, we can't stop fucking talking about mm-hmm. it every single time. But we don't have a disciplined population the way that they do. Right. Yeah. And plus I always wonder as well about these other countries like China or Russia and stuff. Maybe they have some stuff up their sleeves that they have we have no idea about except they don't go around barking about it every day, right? Like we do. I See think I mean? Russia will align with whoever they think is going to win. Yeah. I yeah. F- I feel like we're the ones who might have shit up our sleeves that we're not telling people about. Oh yeah, like those sound weapons that make protesters like vomit. Well, that's a real thing. It's yeah, called that's called like the a- active denial system. We built that shit. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But we also this is a wild conspiracy theory. Mm. I love a wild conspiracy but theory. I'm Let's go for, for it. Hell yeah. There is this installation of they're basically lasers in Alaska. It's called HARP. Okay. And one of the harp is built based on this patent that this guy uh basically he got it approved and what it does is it shoots a a, a ray into the ionosphere and it can control the weather 
And this patent, like, if it were built, it would work. And we have this harp installation, and we did an episode of the Conspiracy Podcast about it. They interviewed this representative of the U.S. government. It was a Canadian show that actually interviewed him. And he could not have been more like, yeah, that's what we're doing, but we're not going to tell you. Like, he was so fucking, like, he just had this grin the whole time. Whoa. And he was like, well, yeah, our thing doesn't have, like, his patent calls for a really concentrated beam. And ours is just a bunch of separate beams. And then the guy pulls out this fucking manual from harp and he goes yeah but right here it says you can concentrate all those beams into one thing and the guy's like (laughs) yeah do you think they're already using it now that's one of the theories is that we have in the past used harp to create natural disasters (gasps) in other countries so imagine if that really is a thing because it is a thing you can do if you can fire the right kind of ray into the ionosphere, you can control the weather. Whoa. Mm. And so imagine we go to war with China and we're like, all right, enjoy your earthquake, motherfuckers. Can I tell Mm. you, I have to issue a full retraction. I've been a person who has not, not a retraction, but an apology. I've been a person who's been anti-conspiracy theory and then all this Jeffrey Epstein shit happened. This is no time to be anti-conspiracy theory. I fully fell down the rabbit hole and I thank you, Brandy Posey and Lady to Lady podcast, like all this, like I have fully tumbleweeded down and I I was wrong. I believe it all. I want to go back to the Denver airport and take pictures. I am (laughs) like, (laughs) I'm in it. so we should probably we should probably move on yeah to another jp what's your unpopular opinion i mean okay this is this is something that i've just been noticing a lot it's just there's so much ageism nowadays and it just it's it's getting to a point where it's almost stifling right Mm. because i mean there's always been generation wars i get it you know like oh well this generation oh these boomers they suck and blah 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 so you're anti-okay boomer i am I mean, okay, I get it. I get it. Like, of course, you know, yeah, the baby boomers weren't, they didn't exactly do the greatest stuff. Absolutely not. I get it. You know, they, yeah. they, 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 they fucked over a lot of us, but geez, like at the same time, ramming it down their throats, every single chance you get doesn't solve any of the problems that we have now. And I, I, one thing I can't stand as well is that I find like a lot in, in our society as, as well as many other societies, it seems like people have this idea that when you reach a, when you reach a, cer- a certain age, you're considered basically obsolete, you're useless, there's right. nothing else to be done with you and stuff. And it's really, it's it's heartbreaking and sad. I mean, you can, you can just hear it in the way people interact with each other. I mean, how many times do you, you know, when somebody will bring up something that happened like a certain time ago, or they bring up like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like a like a, an album that's way back or something, you'll hear people say, ah, oh, you're really showing your age, or I wasn't born during that time. How many, how many times have you heard people say that smug remark when it's yeah. like, I wasn't born and it's not and it's it's we get it. You're not born in that time. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. But they don't even they don't use it in the context of curiosity. They use it in the context of hey, you're older than me. Right. Like, yeah, so what? Like Do you, you know. feel I, I agree with I agree with a lot of that on account of like I, I do think we should have reverence, obviously, for our older populations. I do you think some of the okay boomer stuff because I see that more as a reaction to this aggression toward millennials. That is true. That's another it, thing as well. I can't stand and as well. Gen Gen Zers. And yes. the, the thing is, is like millennials. Listen, I'm 37 years old. I'm mostly mm. gray hair. I have gray pubes, guys. I'm a millennial. Like mm. that is yeah, that is my age group. And so, right. like, do you think that I I think ageism? I think it's got to work both ways. Like boomers, yeah, boomers have got to fucking stop blaming young people for not yes, working hard agreed. enough when they've stacked the cards against absolutely these. And I think I, I was telling my, my grandmother's obviously like greatest generation. Right. And mm. so like I talked, I was telling her about the concept of okay, boomer. Right. And she just started laughing so fucking hard. Yeah. She was like, well, they're right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> At least she can admit it. She's like, yeah, you know what? We did some, we did some really shit they're, stuff. They're yeah. right to some yeah. extent, but every generation oversaw something yes. awful that they didn't say anything about. And we made Facebook. 
We made, yeah. we, not only did we make Facebook, but we enthusiastically supported Obama as he turned this country into a fucking surveillance state. True. Like the reason Trump can kill an Iranian general with a drone strike is Obama is because of Obama. Mm-hmm. And we treat the fact that Obama left office and Trump took over as if it's this massive sea change yeah. in how politics works. Like and a complete it's, 180. It's yeah. not. It's just that Obama talks good and Trump doesn't. He, like that's mm-hmm. the main difference. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a bad he's bad for the brand. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> right. and so it, like I get the okay boomer stuff, but also it's like you motherfuckers aren't doing much better. Exactly. <laughs> no, like, sure. And plus every generation is going to have something like some sort of fault or a foible or, or, or mistake every, I, and then, you know, years from now it's going to be, yeah. Okay. Millennials or well, whatever. The, you know? the, the fault of the Gen Zers is rampant self-righteousness. I yeah. will say that, but I love what they're doing. Oh my God. I love them. I just mm. want to push all these kids that are just like, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Like yeah. I, I'm actually kind of obsessed with like how aggressive they are going right. after the boomers a little bit because yes. as millennials, we sort of, we've been too busy trying to survive to fight yeah, that exactly. fight. Yeah. And now these kids, be, yeah, I, I think they're, they're doing a, a, a mighty fine job of, you know, toe in the line. I'll, I would like to see once they're a voting age and of working age like what that does like where, where are you yeah. going to take i'm very excited to see where they're going to take the planet absolutely basically but a lot of they care yeah. about it openly, that is true yeah, which is yeah. Nice. it's just it's just the 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 age phobia that i can't stand i mean okay, i don't know if you guys know i don't i don't know if you ever noticed it, but you notice when people are in a group or whatever like that when they find out somebody's age it's like all of a sudden that person is marginalized and that person is they, they almost oh, yeah. shun that person like they're a leper or something and i i, I mean i've always made it a point to have friends from many different age groups that's that's how i roll it because yeah, me I figured, too. Yeah. you know yeah. what uh, one of my best yeah. friends is 55 hell yeah, yeah. right gross <laughs> yeah she's a delight she's so funny right Love her. And, and 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 you know i've i've actually heard people say like i've heard 20 year like uh some people in their mid-20s say like oh if, if you're in your if you're a 30 year old ew i'm like Bitch, you're gonna turn thirty very, very soon. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I, what is what is this ill stuff? I don't understand that. They I mean, just don't know. Yeah. They're just little. They're it's, just. I think going in one direction is that they're like, I. They're just. They have no ability to like plan that far ahead yet. Yeah. So they're just being kind of dumb about yeah, it. It's like they they think they're gonna be that way forever and stuff. Yeah. And you know what? Don't get me wrong. If we were if we were able to find a cure for eternal life, if, eternal youth, and invincibility, I'd be down for it. I really want that. I want to. Yeah. You already have a, a very yeah. superhero look to you. you yeah, you really do. I you try got, to, yeah. You're like in really good shape. You're you should be drinking it. baby blood or something to Man. maintain all this. Vampire blood, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that plus I'm trying to make sure I stay in shape for that. You know, I want to make, make sure that I'm fast enough and strong enough so that when the fall of civilization happens yeah. and the zombies come out, you know, I want to be ready. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, yeah. You want to be in marauding shape. I'm not. I'm Absolutely. gonna have to buy. I'm gonna have to find guns. You know, hunter guy. I'm gonna have to steal guns from kids. Or I something. can show. You, do you know how to shoot? I can show you I how do. to shoot. Yeah, yeah, shoot. yeah. You're from the Midwest. You yeah. know how to shoot. Hell and plus, yeah. if, plus, if anything, if, if video games have taught me anything, especially survival horror video games, like once nightfall hits, we're gonna have to. There's gonna be some times where we won't be able to go outside because you know there's to be there'll be all these super mutated zombies that can see us and smell us from miles away. Do so you think the zombies so, are for sure? thing that's happening hey i don't rule it out (laughs) (laughs) but i want to be ready for that and we need to be able to move like ninjas and stuff and be able to go from wall to wall i do parkour as well that's why (laughs) i I used to i used to teach karate and um the way people move is something i watch just naturally Mm -hmm. and i have a roommate right now that walks on her heels like an elephant she's 90 pounds and she sounds like she sounds like andre the giant lumbering through the house (laughs) and i just want to be like bitch let me teach you how to balance your weight on your feet so nobody can hear you coming like exactly that's like, my that is, thing as well yeah, yeah it's like why don't we teach people how to walk yes exactly <laughs> says a woman with a bad hip but i still am very quiet when i walk um oh, yes but I, you know but we just need to just chill out and get along with each other more is what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. Like, i agree with that like, especially because like i said uh, going back to the whole i wasn't born during that time you know what i mean yeah it's like okay well i wasn't born during the salem witch trials but i still know about it okay it's right. like yeah. i'm not maybe maybe it could be i'm not really showing my age maybe you're just showing your ignorance like right and sure. that's okay we're all ignorant about at certain times about certain things that's how we learn especially now that we have an instrument where we can find any piece of information about anything at all 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't like, yeah. don't talk to me about what you know about the past until you've watched at least two Ken Burns documentaries to completion. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Anna. Okay. What's yours? What's okay. Got? Ooh, I had two. First off, just a shout out. If you have not gotten on TikTok yet, and I realize us olds are ruining it for the kiddos, <laughs> is fucking perfect social media. It's amazing. And the is algorithm it? is so goddamn good that yeah. it will zero in on what you like. So for me, I like a lot of self-help stuff. Like my right. favorite one is just this older Latino man that looks like he could be my uncle. He comes into frame. He always slides into frame and he's like, hi, you're here. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you. You're going to have a great day. And then he slides out of frame. That's all I want with soothing music. <laughs> Holy shit. And cute animals and people like occasionally it'll pop up. The algorithm will try to test me. There's like um, there's like a pro Trump rap song that keeps getting like redone, uh, like lip synced. And it'll try to like trick me with some stuff. And it's, I will mm. literally, or a famous person will come up on my TikTok and I'll yell into the TikTok, this is not for you, Kevin Hart. You're already famous. <laughs> I want to see housewives talking shit about their in-laws. Like it's such a good algorithm and I'm so for it. And I, I'm sure it's highly corruptible the way that any other social media is highly corruptible, but mm. it just feels like you can really select the entertainment that you want with it and it's really fun like my, my favorite one's a dog named tatum who's a nervous tatum. boy yeah he's a nervous boy <laughs> and so he just like he's always like i want nuggets dad i want nuggets and it's just this guy who does a really good personality and voice for his rescue dog uh -huh. which is like beautiful anyway sure. i can never figure out i mean with with tiktok because i have a tiktok um profile account and stuff but i have no idea what to post sometimes i'm just like it just it it just reminds me too much of vine yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like, have to choreograph my social media posts. It's a Vine 2.0. I don't actually do that. What I do a lot of times, I got the best. I bought myself my best Christmas present this year. I bought these little tiny hands. And I do a lot of talking with my tiny hands. <laughs> and my tiny hands now have tiny hands. Oh, God. So oh, I my do, God. I do like a tiny hand turducken sometimes. Or I'll just <laughs> post a making these? I'll post a video of me like just sticking tiny hands into my boyfriend's nose and stuff. And he's like, God damn it, leave me alone. <laughs> or I like make him do, I make him do impressions because he's a talented impressionist. I just make him do impressions when he's not looking. And he, because his impressions are so much better when he's not being filmed. Right. So I'll just like force him to like do stuff. I mean, I'm a tyrant. Uh, is what I'm saying. Um, my other unpopular opinion uh, is that uh, 23 May, because we all know that they're selling all of our, I got one this year, right? Because I wanted to know. First off, I think 23 and Me should be free for any, any population uh, really affected by colonialism. Because yeah, you should be able right. to fucking know who your ancestors are. Yeah, <laughs> I was yep. like, I met I met a Filipino Valenzuela, and I was like, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> we got to talk about this. So, um, I uh, uh, I think people are always like, don't do that. The government's gonna have your DNA. First off, bitch, I have Medi-Cal. The government has my DNA. Number yep. one, they've dug around in my uterus. They've yeah. got they got my shit on lock. That my my clone children in China are the only children I'm capable of having, probably. <laughs> so like, fuck yeah, get it. Um, I hope they get their bones right this time. Um, so, so there's that. Secondly, Facebook and all of all of the Facebook entities. So Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Twitter, all in Twitter is not owned by Facebook, obviously, but like TikTok, all of those social medias already have all of my marketing data, my age, where I've lived. It knows everything about me. It mm. just knows everything about me, where I go, what you know, what products I like. There's nothing 23 and Me can sell about me that I haven't already had happened and right. if you have one family member who's done it you're in the fucking system yep. that's how they caught the you're golden state there. killer yeah you're so already on the grid my sister did it and i was like fuck it i'm already on the grid i can't kill anybody anymore so like i'm not i'm not you know i'm, I'm just not gonna um be shy about it and i did it oh also i mean you can kill someone you just have to be clean about it you guys so you clean about it dna behind He's so i mean so clear we have to kill somebody in a hazmat suit um yeah yeah. Like Mark Wahlberg in, yes. was it the town? The town. No, not the town. It mm. was... Uh, well, there's, in, I think in American Psycho, there's sort of a hazmat suit death, uh, suit death scene as well. What's the, what's so, the, yeah. what's the Whitey Bulger movie? It's not the town. Oh, oh boy. Oh, uh, shoot. It fucking 
fucking. I cannot remember it off the top of my head. It's got Matt Damon. Oh yeah, oh. Mark Wahlberg. Jack Nicholson plays Whitey Bulger. Um, um, no, it's uh, not. It's not. It's not The Departed, is it? Yes, The Departed. The Departed. Yes, the Departed. Oh, yes. That is Mark seen... Wahlberg kills someone in The Departed yep. wearing a full fucking hazmat full suit. Full hazmat great. suit. Yep. Here's the thing. The Departed. And everything. Yep. Departed's a great movie. I highly recommend watching the Chinese film that is actually the original Departed, which is called um, Infernal Affairs. Whoa. And it's yeah, uh, it's good. It's an incredible mm. movie. I, mm. I went through a phase where, like pre comedy, I had a lot of like weird. Uh, I had a lot of weird obsessive uh, like energy. So I went through a phase where I watched only like Chinese Thai and Japanese cinema. I've seen yeah. like way too much, but um, and then it all suddenly stopped when I started doing comedy. It really fills my brain. Um, but uh, there is. Yeah, I, I, I kind of believe, I even think through a hazmat suit, fucking, I can't, I was on set the other day and I ate one of my hairs so deep <laughs> into my throat that the, the makeup lady had to fish it out. Because ah. I was, I looked yeah. at her, I looked at her and I said, fuck it, I'm just swallowing this hair. And she said, let me help you. And she pulled it out. She's weeping with laughter. She's like, I've never seen a hair get tangled up around Greek food like this before. <laughs> I was eating with a fork. It wasn't like I was eating with my hands. I shed so aggressively. There's no way I could kill anybody anyway. But that here's sounds what I'm like something that you would see in like the movie The Grudge or something. It just turns <laughs> yeah, into just, this, this <laughs> strands of Coming out around Greek <laughs> yeah. salad. Um, yeah, it was it was crazy. So uh, so yeah, I don't think 23 and Me is that bad of a deal. Have you guys ever done it? No. I, I've done I Ancestry, it. which is pretty much like it. Right. Yeah, I think I want to do the Ancestry one because I don't know anything about I did the like DNA plus ancestry and mm. I was trying to like by the way 23andMe you should totally like if you're listening to this you should totally give Aunt, you should totally give Adam some money because I'm doing a Please ton do. of free advertising sure. yeah, for you yeah. right now um, yeah. but I, it's it was it was actually a really cool product because my parents are dead too and so mm. I wasn't sure like a hundred percent like what I'm predisposed to and I'm very afraid of Parkinson's because my dad right. uh, died of a Parkinson's related illness yeah my and, grandma had it too yeah yeah and mm -hmm. it's like I really wanted to know and the, so far it was just basically if that shamed me it was like you're 20 pounds over your genetic weight I was like bitch how dare you um but other than that um i i found it pretty interesting and i've been connecting with people that are super into ancestry on the app and they like totally know like they're like which paul valenzuela are you related to and it's it's actually pretty cool i've connected with people all over the world so no, i'm just saying bad. it's not terrible i know it's like yeah i'm a dummy and they're definitely going to clone me from it Probably, but they've yeah. already cloned mm -hmm. me i know this has already happened There's sure sure no way medical dug around in my body and didn't like keep some genetic information yeah, yeah. so like, they're raising a little this? little baby valenzuela right now i know they're like man this bitch's teeth are crazy when i was a kid i looked like a horror movie like <laughs> my, my teeth were all like pointing in the wrong direction and i had like way too much energy and they're probably like man her bones are already bad they're probably just like we could have chose better yeah or i hope my clone is better like if you if you read um uh old man's war i have not okay no. it's a great sci-fi book where they basically like they only recruit um for the drafts they only recruit people over 75 and then they clone mm. them and take their consciousness out of their body and then they fight space wars oh that's fine Whoa, okay. and be fine one of the first things that happens is they like they notice that like their new body looks just like them but younger but like slightly green skin because of whatever like photosynthesis shit they put in the skin but um they're fucking super hot and like Hell ripped yeah. and mm. so like yeah, so uh, there's like a whole chapter where they just all fuck each other. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Lemon party. Yeah, nice. yeah, because they're just like, oh my God, now we're hot again. And they just like have sex drives. It's a real fun concept. So if you're going <laughs> to clone good. me, if you're going to clone me, make me like, like above Heidi Klum hot. Like I want to be, yeah. I want to be like two Selma Hayek's. I want to be like a tall Selma Hayek. That's what I want. Or like a J-Lo. But you also want to fight space wars. And I want to fight space wars. Definitely. With, with no conscience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to fight some space wars. I want to get into it. You know what I mean? Let's if that's what twenty three and Me ends in, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. they do ask you a lot of like just straight up marketing information, which is very funny. They're like, "What's your favorite movie from last year?" or like weird shit like that. It's very weird. I'm like, "Why are you asking me that? That's so weird." And then I realize, yeah. "Oh, they're I just selling my data." Well, I never got that with Ancestry. Yeah, with Ancestry. Well, Ancestry is interesting um, because they're ultimately owned by the Mormon Church. Which oh, has our best, it. it has our best like uh, genealog genealogical records in the United States hmm, because okay. they're baptizing okay. the dead. 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wait, they're doing what now? They baptized George Carlin after he died. Yeah, they baptized the dead. And then once you're baptized, they baptize all your ancestors. So <laughs> you're, but they, but they, they, the Mormon church is fascinating. They're so fucking adaptable. Like, yeah. I can't wait till they're just like, yeah, gay people are fine because they just want to increase their numbers. Like, right. that's probably yeah, going to happen. They'll get there, but it's going to take a while. It's going to take a really yeah. long time. It was like oh, wow. 75 when they were like, oh, yeah, black people can be Mormons. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, yeah. Like 1975. But if you think <laughs> yeah. about it, look at them in as far as like records with the, with the Catholic church, for example. You know what I mean? Like Catholic church takes... Eons. I'm not like a pro Mormon, but I'm, I just think it's a fascinating religion to study because you're like, wow, they really, they really move quickly in terms of like religions changes over time. Yeah, but good for them. Yeah, I'm probably gonna do the ancestry one for sure, yeah, but not yeah. the because the 23 and me has like better, um, better of uh, genetic information kit. But oh, everybody who's okay. taught who's talked to me, oh. Oh my God. Does Scientology have one? I want to know what, where my Thetans come from. Where your Thetans come from? Are <laughs> yeah. we going to, I, I want to, I'm so susceptible to joining cults that I need somebody to go in there with me. Cause I'm curious. That's how I end up like in weird, like I've been to a Pentecostal camp meeting and stuff. Yeah, I'm right. deeply curious about belief systems and I always have been, but like, I, I'm so afraid to go into a Scientology thing. Cause one time somebody bought me like a landmark seminar and oh I was like, yeah. okay. And that's just Scientology light and it's yeah. like oh i got i was like oh yeah you're not feeding us we're here for 14 hours we're sleep deprived and hungry of course yeah, yeah. this is reprogramming but um mm-hmm. uh what was i gonna say uh 23 i do have a fun 23 and me story my stepmom mm-hmm. my stepmom bless her heart is the golden state killer is the golden state killer <laughs> dun 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 um so my she bought one of those for her cousins her two cousins who are sisters last year which i was like why did you buy two Mm. They're sisters. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. By one. And because they're sisters from like the same, supposedly the same dad and all their genetic information came back differently. So when Ooh. she was like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like a 23 and me. She just started yelling at me and I couldn't figure <laughs> out why she was like, don't do that. Don't do it. I was like, what and then <laughs> she told me the whole story and i was like i'll just buy it for myself on black friday <laughs> like what the fuck is going on but yeah be careful who you buy it for because you might find out some shit yeah that's true. <laughs> y'all can't lie um so my grandma didn't lie about being Dutch and german so that's pretty cool yeah there's I'll- a lot of german in my dna I was actually hoping, like when I did my my uh, ancestry.com thing, I was really hoping that I would have like some really wild past and stuff. Like me, maybe you know, I had ancestors who were in like the Viking Wars or something. <laughs> See, I do. I have all over the world. I'm like Asian. I'm like all these different things. Yeah. I have like a significant amount of DNA in all these other yeah. areas. All, all I have is like a bunch of stuff from Africa, of course. Sure. And then you know, maybe a little percentage from from European. I think it was like Scottish or French or something. Yeah. And then that. That one slave owner that yeah exactly <laughs> one slave owner is just like yeah, i think it was like six percent european or something like that so i'm you know i can only colonize six percent of something now so yeah it's just like yeah six yeah, percent that's, that's a lot yeah you should now with that information you should be able to impregnate any woman of a different race that you want at this point wow yeah, that sounds absolutely. rapey i just, just made that yeah. rapey. i made it really rapey <laughs> only six percent of you though only six percent of you. <laughs> i'm that's sorry it. guys that's i didn't mean to make it rapey i'm just saying my my dna is like <laughs> all over the place provided by anna valens no <laughs> i know i had a um i need fast consent real quick do you <laughs> do you like how my brain just like immediately i was like nope wait oh god no pull that back um no i have like five percent they don't even know what it is and i Are think that's serious? the alien dna oh nice. hell yeah anunnaki genes yeah nice. that's what that is. star people mm, mm, yeah, i always mm, wonder mm. about that because did you see that um that that documentary about um that that one employee that former employee of Area 51 where he wanted to basically spill the beans on what was going on in Area 51 and of course they they tried to shut him down immediately they basically threatened his fa- threatened Whoa. him and his yeah. family and then so on and so forth and but one of his his theories was that everything that's happening on this planet right now all of our lives everything every situation that we're going through apparently is some sort of experiment by a higher 
alien civilization. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that's true because yeah. I mean, because it would be great if they just came, they just beamed down out of nowhere. Like, you know, like a guy who just looks like, like an alien life form who just looks like Steve jobs. He's wearing like a nice blazer <laughs> with the sleeves rolled up and jeans on. Yeah. And he's like, he's going to deliver a Ted talk or something like, Hey guys, you guys have been great. And uh, I tell you what, we're, we're going to, you know, thank you for participating in our, in our experiment. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yay. So we're going to fix a couple of things. First off, we're going to get rid of the monetary system. We're going to make, uh, get rid what? of all these diseases oh, and no. we're going to make you okay. guys live forever. So no more aging, no more dying. You guys get to live forever. And uh, we're going to get rid of this monetary system because you know, it's kind of, you guys are we can't wrong. all live forever though. No, we, we don't have enough resources to all live forever. Well, I mean, that's when we'll have to, you know, really get into more space travel and really yeah. exploration and stuff. One of my fantasies about global warming is that we already have the technology that will fix it. And yeah. we're just like, okay. well, let's raid the planet for a few more years first. Yeah, like, why, exactly. why waste all this oil? That's yeah, entirely right? possible because if they can adjust the weather with laser beams, they mm. can also just continually readjust it to fix global warming. Absolutely. Potentially. I, I imagine there Hopefully might be- it could be some snow piercer shit where we try and we just freeze the whole planet. <sighs> and now we all live on a train. Yeah, that is great. By the way, have you seen have you seen the movie or read the book? Yeah, Which Snowpiercer. One? I've oh, seen fuck. the movie. Fuck, so good, so good, so good. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think that's that's a sewed. So, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Uh, um, I have twelve questions. Uh, yes, coming back season three. Keep. Uh, don't change that dial. We are coming in with a season three because uh, of burnout real quick. And please uh, check me out at Anna Fun on Twitter and Instagram. My website is com. If you are in the, um, let's see, if you are in Atlanta, North Carolina, um, Philadelphia, and New York, I will be coming out between March and April. And if you are in the UK, um, I will be in um, England, Scotland, Ireland, Copenhagen, and to be announced in uh, June. So uh, keep keep your eyes peeled for that information. I'm That's dope. Coming Very nice to, for yeah. the Edinburgh Fringe, right? No, no, but I do want to do an Edinburgh Fringe about. Me too. I had a I had a year where I had my period because my uterus exploded, and I want to do an entire. Uh, hour I think one that. of the other guests is here. We, we should. Go. Yeah, we should wrap this up. Yeah, okay. sorry about I'm that. I'm going to go let them in. Okay. JP, what do you got to plug? Okay, uh, guys, f- um, follow me on social media: J A Y P Brown three six five. Look for the Iron Man. T- shirt um i just got back from being on the road and performing at laughlin nevada in the edgewater Ooh, casino edgewater, edgewater with hell yeah you guys were lit man you guys were a dope crowd and um, um everyone in kingman arizona at the at the at the sundowner saloon you guys were so much fun man thanks for having oh, me there i love arizona arizona is dope yeah we know. have a lot of fans on of unpops out there oh for real yeah for real they show up to shows in arizona oh hell Shout yeah out. that's what i'm talking Shout about out. yeah and g- god damn it fix your night weather at kingman you guys are cold as hell holy yeah, shit arizona's low-key super cold you know and i'm sorry for running so late adam <laughs> what else I'm a chatter pine top arizona thanks so much for having me over at the honda casino and if you're in the north carolina area in march i will be there in the north carolina comedy festival go to my me website too. you're going to do it too yes what? that's why i'm centering that tour around oh, north carolina dude. comedy festival come check us out hell yeah man hopefully check we're on out. shows together i hope so too man yeah, yeah just check out my information at jaypbrown.com also look out because i'm going to be coming up with a new gaming youtube channel called ain't that a glitch so um that's coming very soon so yeah follow me on social media follow me on instagram facebook twitter twitch all that stuff same handle j-a-y-p brown 365 yeah all right no one's listening anymore but you can follow me on instagram if you want at adam todd brown and i'll be on tour next year yeah. No, this Hell year. Yeah. It's 2020, so are this you, year. Are you going out with uh, the Portugal demands? Uh, no. Um, just on my own. Fuck yeah. Nice, dude. I did open for Portugal the man last year though, again. I love it. In That's South dope. Dakota. It was I very love fun. them. All right, let's get the yeah. fuck out of here. So- JP Brown, say goodbye. Guys, thank you very much. Peace and chicken grease. Megatron out. <laughs> Anna Valens Weightless, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> Bristol Street, bring a blood object to Bristol Street, I'm